The Central SASAC, the State-Owned Supervision and Administration Commission, has established a new corporation in July 2022. China Mineral Resources Group, that it will manage directly on behalf of the Chinese government, will be in charge of trading, supply chain management and mining of mineral ores with iron ore as its priority. Creation of what is to become a new giant on the global economic scene reflects the fact that China, perceived worldwide as a massive exporter, is also a massive importer for some raw materials, including petroleum and mineral ores. Whereas China produces an impressive 53% of global steel output, with just over 1 billion tons in 2021, only 25% of the iron ore it uses for that comes from domestic mines. Three quarters are imported, and an equally impressive 1.1 billion tons of iron ore were unloaded on case of the country's ports last year. The trade is so important that it motivated in the 2010s building of the Valemax family of ships, among the largest vessels sailing on oceans today. To make things worse for China, at the same time it imports over 70% of global iron ore exports, this trade is highly concentrated. It is the case in terms of countries, with over half of world iron ore exports coming from Australia, with which relations have become highly volatile, and 20% coming from more friendly but distant Brazil. And it is also the case in terms of economic operators. Four firms, Brazil's Vale, followed by Australia's BHP, Rio Tinto and Fortescue Metals Group account for 40% of world iron ore output and control 70% of global exports. On the other side of the bargaining table, their Chinese clients sit uncoordinated. China has dozens of steelmakers, with the top 18 accumulating only 50% of national output, and its already existing ore traders. China Min Metals Corp and Sino Steel Corp, which future Melai in merging into new giants, have not been able to coordinate domestic demand, resulting in a big pricing advantage for the foreign quartets. China has long been aware of the problem, and establishment of China Mineral Resources comes as a new step in a story dating back to 2009 when it first tried to insert in the great game of minerals trading through control of an existing actor. On that year, a 20 billion US dollars attempt by Shinalco, Aluminium Corp of China, to take an important share in the capital of Rio Tinto, was derailed by other Australian miner BHP that played backstage on the already nascent defiance against Chinese investments. 14 years on, vulnerability linked to foreign ore supply has only grown, and it has become a bigger geopolitical threat as relations have deteriorated with Australia, the world's leading producer. China has thus decided to play its own card with China Mineral Resources Group. The leaders of the new giant are fully aware of stakes and of workings of the sector. The first chairman of China Mineral Resources, Yaolin has been transferred from the same position in aluminium producer Shinalco and has made all his previous career until 2018 in Ansteel Group, the country's number two steelmaker. The general manager seconding him, Kuopin, has been transferred from the position of deputy general manager in Baowu Steel, the world's number one steelmaker. They also know they have a longer term mission 
for preparing China Mineral Resources Group to act as a leader for relaunching domestic iron ore mining. The fact China produces only 14% of world iron ore output is linked to lower ore concentration in its mines, generating higher exploitation costs. Coordinating large-scale works for lowering this cost and reducing dependence on foreign suppliers is also part of the motivation for establishing the new firm. China is no stranger to markets dominated by a powerful player with a high share of global output, giving it leverage over scattered clients. But it is more used to being in the first role than in the second and China Mineral Resources Group is tasked with rebalancing its position in the minerals grid game.